1: Express those of this station or sponsors. Listeners are advised that neither the station nor owners and agents will be held liable for the content of this program. Rebroadcast, redistributed, or reused without the express written permission, without the host or producer, is not. It's Family Spirit International. We've got a really great guest coming on. Um, My really good friend, Mary Jo Chudley, is coming. Uh, She's got some really, really interesting things. Uh, She's got a (laughs) cover-up. She's just literally covered up with haunted objects. She's been traveling the globe this year, going to paranormal conferences. I know a lot of people are listening, uh, wanting to know, uh, you know, where she's going to be. And so I'm very excited to have her on. She's such a sweetheart. Um, David called me and said that he would not, uh, she, no, David said he, would, <laughs> God dog, um, would not be here tonight. He had some things that, you know, he had to do, but I got a heads up about it. So he's good to go. It, you know, he's not forgetting us and whatnot. He's just not available. So. Who knows what he's into? Honestly, he's been getting some of the most beautiful, beautiful nature photographs that he's ever done, and he won the award this past year. That uh, he does this big nature um, consortium with photography, he won, and it was this beautiful uh, lotus type blossom or so. But he did mm-hmm. it in black and white, so you could see the details on it and all of the interwoven and the beauty. Of nature and he just won it and, and he's like now what am I going to do this year and I've been watching his stuff I don't know if you saw but he's been posting like crazy his photographs I bet he's got something that he's going to show us I can't wait but um, I would like to thank my official co-host every night we have the show is Blaine Rowan Blaine Blaine. <laughs> Blaine and then of course my dear cousin Christopher Fisher, thank you for being our special guest host. Thank you. So, It's always a
0: pleasure being on with you.
1: I just love you to death, buddy. So uh, Mary Jo will be on shortly. We're missing Robert Young. I'd like to ask everyone to be thinking about him. He's had some things going on. Um, As we know, he was in and out of the hospital twice that involved ICU um, being admitted into that. So, I don't know what's going on. I got a message from him, but I was doing interviews today. I was doing interviews for my you know the job I get paid for and, and I couldn't answer the phone so it's gonna be a good year though I mean we're seeing a lot of of congestion and 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 flu and all of this yucky stuff. You're great, go to bed, wake up, and you sound like a frog but Everybody's starting to take their vitamins again. I think that this wonderful—I have quotes, my finger quotes—going, you know, shots that's supposed to help with certain diseases and uh, illnesses. I think everybody's like, okay, I'm about done with that too, and they're going back to the natural ways of things. I do I've been doing take the,
2: the whole time.
1: I'm doing have, both. And, good. Well, you Naturally know, a
0: shots both.
1: Everybody has their own walk with that. I try not to get on the, on the bandwagon of what's right and what's wrong because it's just not worth it. You know, I do have my own opinions, though, but uh, I am taking uh, an immune support vitamin. That is, when I stopped taking it, I got one of the variants of COVID, and it was like a cold and it went away, like within three days. And uh, I love it. I love that stuff. And I'm going to cross, I think I want to cross-engineer it,
0: like de-engineer it, you know? Yeah, I'm taking uh, that, and I'm taking rootin' and harmoline. Really? Harmoine is not very well known outside the endocrinology community. Yeah?
1: Are you taking D3? (laughs) yes. Okay, well, Dr. Weston was supposed to come back on, but he got—he has been swamped, y'all. People are realizing they need to do more um, natural
0: you remedies. You probably don't know about Harmarine since it's not available in the United States. Can you spell it for me? A-K-R-M-A-L-I-N-E.
1: There it is. Okay, let's look at that. It's a fluorescent.
0: No, that can't be right. It is. You're correct. Oh, really? It is a pigment like the the flavonoids, like riboflavin and rutinar.
1: It is an alkaloid beta-arboline, and it's partially hydrogenated form of harming. Okay. Okay. Harming is more
0: more potent than harming.
1: It's actually for the central nervous system. As a reverse inhibitor of MAO-A, which means it has a Correct. risk of hypertension, hypertensive crisis. Uh, so if uh, you have a dangerous high blood pressure crisis,
0: and uh, also can cause hypoglycemia too.
1: Yeah, so that's that's that. But wow, it looks pretty
0: interesting. Reason why it would cause hypoglycemia is. So yeah. If you're taking Jardians or Munjaro, uh-huh. um, it could cause beta cells to regrow. It shuts down the mechanism that regulates the growth of them.
1: Well, the reason why I, I wanted to have this particular conversation is because when we are talking about the show Family Spirit, we need to talk about our body's mind and spirit, not just about... Uh-huh. What goes bump in the night? So
0: it's just as powerful as LSD if you take too much of it. When it comes to yeah, I was
1: going to ask you about that because it says that it is a hallucinogenic.
0: yes it, it's very hard to get because of that.
1: Well, I want everybody listening to know that if you take mugwort, and a lot of people talk about mugwort as being a good um, herbal remedy for like um, bruises and and pain and joint pain and things like that. You can make a, a compact out of it and put it directly on that and it'll pull it out. You can make a tea of it too. But if you drink too much of it, it'll make you trip. It'll make you trip, trip. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hallucinogenic. Yes, sir. I and take
0: it-, it because I have uh, uh, immune system issues that cause me to have diabetes since I was a kid. Well, the
1: thing about the um, COVID is that so much of our central immune um, nervous nervous system is, has been damaged from that, including our nasal passages and our taste buds and all of those things. It can also so,
0: cause brain deterioration too and uh, diabetes. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I see our guest has joined us, Mary Jo Chudley. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? Can you see me? I see you. I'm so glad I see you. Oh, I Hi, you. Hi, how are you? You know, Blaine. And This is Christopher Fisher. How you doing? Well, he was there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where he went. There and I am.
3: Is. There yeah. he is. I was
0: just looking at uh, at my uh, stuff. I, I, but one thing, bad thing about that herb that I'm telling you about. Yeah. You constantly have to eat, or your blood sugar goes down because it because it makes those your cells grow like if you're a child.
1: I didn't know that.
0: So I have. So if I have to get up and eat, it's because I don't want to get sick.
1: Well, you get to snack a lot. How
0: about that? What's your favorite snack? Sloppy Joe's. Oh, that sounds good. My nephew makes a mean sloppy Joe mix.
1: <laughs> well, you'll have to share it. Get the recipe. We'll be looking for
0: it. And uh, what's weird is I can't drink Diet Coke with this medicine because it interacts with it very weirdly. You know, aspartame. Uh huh. I yeah. have it with me as a treat, but I was told by my doctor not to drink it. But if I do only very sparingly, you, you know, even a regular person should not be drinking diet soda anyway.
1: Well, I tell you what, Sweet Pea, let's talk to Mary Jo. She finally came on the show. Sorry. She's had a long day. Bye. We can talk about this just a little later in the show.
0: Uh, I'm Mary, a medically minded person. Sorry about my rumble.
1: Every no, every now and then, uh, we've just completely nerd out <laughs> when we All were right. on the, we were on our way to nerd out, so I had to say stop. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay,
1: okay thank you go. for making
0: me go back in reality.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Mary Jo Chudley is a public figure. She's been seen on multiple multiple TV shows uh, this this past year. <laughs> And uh, it's just amazing the year she had last year and going into this year. She was seen on Paranormal Caught on Camera. She was seen on Season 4 at the Mid-Orange Correctional uh, with Destination Fear. She's been on Haunted Hospitals. She was on an episode of A Haunting with a Travel Channel. And, oh my goodness, she was a guest speaker on the Jenny McCarthy show. Uh, She owns... Gretchen and Lily Mae, the Haunted Dolls she is the owner and CEO of Penn Paranormal Ghost Gear which I need to talk to you about hey. immediately this lovely lady is not only beautiful in front of the camera but she's also great behind it she's a photographer and she owns her own business Mary Jo Chudley Photography and she is a former paranormal investigator with the Penhurst Asylum. And that's just a touch of what she's done. Uh, she's got the face of um, the sunbeam girl, all grown up. And yet she goes into these places and she's fearless. I just, I think the world of her, <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, the first thing I think I ever said to her was, my God, you're beautiful. And she looked at me like, say
3: what? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, be beautiful. Hugging me. I said to my husband, like, He's like, Who's this podcast with say, I'm like the lady who kept hugging me. He goes, Oh, I know who he is. Yeah.
1: You'll have to tell your husband hello. I haven't seen him in over 10 years.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: a sweet man. So, welcome to the show, Mary Jo. Thank you for having me. Can you tell me a bit about your dolls? Let me. Let me get the difference in their personalities. Do you know their origin?
3: Um, The the first two that I got, um, I got them on Facebook. So it wasn't for like a haunted reason, because I would never back then have anything haunted in my home and bring anything in. It just so happened. I got them that way. And that's how that happened. So Lily, we found out which um, the person who owned the dolls, it was the grandson of you know he's the grandmother is the grandmother's dolls. So he particularly, I guess, didn't like the grandmother or something. Something had a bad relationship with the grandmother. So he took these dolls in, knew the one was her favorite, and he literally dabbled in the occult. So he tried to put something in the one doll. But oh, I guess he Lord. realized yeah, his his um grandmother was I guess around that doll to protect the doll. And it that demonic spirit jumped over into the other Doll, so whatever he was magicking up doing, <laughs> when he doesn't know what he's doing, but he made it go to the other doll, so that's yeah. why he didn't know which one was doing it. So he kind of just kind of sold them, just like, Here you go, you have to take both, you can't just take the one. Wow, yeah, yeah. so that's how I kind of got it. But in a way, I just feel like that was God's way of saying, Listen, you can handle this, I'm gonna give you the worst of the worst, you got this. And now I have a whole bunch of stuff from different cases that I brought into this house in this room for that for that main reason. All right. So for those of you listening, I know you can't see
1: her room, but uh, I could describe it for just a second. Um, This beautiful lady is sitting behind, excuse me, in front of a beautiful curio cabinet that's got sort of a a color changing uh, light inside of it. And honestly, I'm sure that's a type of protection besides the fact that it's wicked cool looking. <laughs> but the uh, different colors, you know, are are protection. They do.
0: That um, is so invo- cool looking. She has it right it? there on her video.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. So she's got a beautiful curio cabinet. She's got lots of haunted items around. It's like three layers of um, shelving in there. It's beautiful. So it started with two dolls, huh? Yeah, so not... Mary
2: Jo, do you know that dolls were originally intended to house the souls of the dead? Anyway,
1: yes, I, I really know that. Bad. Yes, that's why um, Amish and Mennonite type—you know the the, more the Amish strict... people
2: ones do it. Mennonites can have regular dolls. Amish have ones mm-hmm. with no faces, with
1: no face, so that it can. But
2: they still get possessed. Uh, I've never seen a doll yet that hasn't had something jump into it. Uh
1: huh. Hmm. I have a new doll. I sent you a picture of her. Yeah, yeah. I, I named her Alice, and she clearly has a distressed-looking face, like she's crying. And uh, she's beautiful. She's got sort of a blondish-brown hair and a beautiful dress. I mean, she's clearly she was loved, but um, I I can't get my bearings with her yet. I can feel that there is a presence there and a consciousness. But I'm enjoying just kind of waiting and see, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's sort of a, a surprise. I don't think it's a bad surprise. Yeah, I don't think so. I didn't get that. Because that's one thing I do. I, I can tell looking at things um, if it's haunted or not. I guess that's the gift that God kind of gave me. It's just weird because like, we'll go to places and um, mm-hmm. they'll always have dolls there. They all do, it seems like. And- oh, yeah. And I, what I was just at recently, there was a medium there and there was me and a couple other people. We went into this big doll room and everybody laughs like, Oh, she's the, he had a doll person, whatever. And I, I really don't collect dolls. I never did as a child. I just, this, these dolls I got were for so, a different purpose. And, um, yeah, so now I have a whole bunch of them. So everybody thinks I'm the doll, the doll person. They're just throwing dolls at me constantly.
0: <laughs> you know, I feel a bit weird. Look at one of your dolls.
3: You do. What do you feel,
0: Christopher? On on the her video on the uh, lower right hand corner. Oh yeah, yes. It, how does
1: it make you feel? And let's see uh, what she has experienced.
0: What are to you picking me, up? I had weird, like is, I was able to see what the uh, inside of a doll was, like the spirit, and it, oh, darkened, wow. and it darkened the appearance of a doll to me for a few minutes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Blaine, what do you see?
3: What do you feel? Is it angry? <sighs> Is this the side you're looking at over here? Yes. Okay.
2: It would be on your left side, bottom right. This one? No. Okay. <laughs> your left, other left.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's on the floor there. Okay.
2: Okay, that one I see right there, that's wanting attention.
3: Which one? Was it, what's it it alpha have on it?
2: Uh, let's see. Looking at it, it looks like a baby girl doll, and it looks like it's sitting in a small chair.
3: Is it this one?
2: That one, yes.
3: Yeah, correct. Correct. You got it. So that's James. He's actually a boy. <laughs> I was right. <laughs>
2: uh, he wants, he wants attention. Oh actually, see, Mary Jo actually though there is a male and a female inside that doll. Okay. There's a little wow. girl spirit that was that was her doll. But no wonder girl why girl I felt in with it felt chaotic. Yeah, it does feel a bit chaotic.
1: Let me no see wonder. if I can see it again. Which are, are, they, me, are they talking you bring him up? He
3: doesn't bother uh, this one doesn't bother me, so I don't oh, mind Oh one. he's it, not bad. So it's mean, like not old, bad,
0: but it just make, made me curious.
3: For those of you
1: that can't see the doll, it looks a lot like an old, um, oh. what do you call it, uh, doll that you do the, uh, oh, ventriloquism with, but the the chin is not cut. There's no way to use a mechanism to make it talk, but it does, the especially the clothes, look like that. It's sort of a gingham plaid. Uh, kind of an orangish brown or the... yeah, yeah
3: the
1: bought... eyes
3: just so you know he he didn't come with this he didn't come with no clothes Oh, bless so I... you know that's a truth
1: you can't find a doll with clothes on it lately I, the first thing children want to mm-hmm. do is just rip the clothes right off I've got to show you something I'm going to stop Blaine if you have any uh, things that you'd like to ask her please do so but I've got to show Mary Jo this doll I'll be right back okay. it's just right here
0: yeah.
2: No, no, Mary Jo, that's something I'm good at, is I pick up energies on different things, a lot of objects. I, I can't go anywhere without some kind of spirit being there.
0: But right. it's happened
2: to me for 57 years. I could not even be in some place, and I pick up on stuff.
0: I'm but, about the same way. Yeah,
2: oh, so that's what I
3: that was the one I actually went and bought myself him because yeah. after I got the other ones, I thought, okay, you know, I just want I went through like, it was, it was stupid. It was, I went through eBay, went through thousands and thousands of dolls and I found that one. I brought it as soon as I brought him in my home, I just felt like he was sad. like This, whatever this man was sad, but when I brought him here, he was happy. Um, yeah. He's happy
2: I, now. He just likes attention.
3: Yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah. Yeah, because there's so many in here. Before he got a lot of attention, now he doesn't. Because I don't ever come in this room only when I do podcasts, because this room you. is too um, intense. I can't be in here for very long. I get actually migraines, or I feel like I'm going to vomit.
0: Yeah, you oh, know God. what? An dog makes dog makes me take a look. The one in the center of your curio cabinet. The middle row.
3: Yeah, that's actually, oh my God, he's cute. This is Buster. Oh, I like oh my him. God. Christopher, can you see him?
2: No. Yeah,
0: that one's cute.
1: He's I like
2: him. Uh, you need to salt that one.
1: Yes, I know.
2: I mean, bad.
1: He's an old old fart in him.
2: No, oh, he this. is a, a deranged old man. You need to salt him now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I had That's it in always attract to the bad ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, somebody That's- gave me this because it was so bad. Actually, they came to my granddaughter's first birthday party and gave this thing to my one year old granddaughter and I stepped right in and said thank you and I just snatched him right up stuffed him in the car I'm starting to feel (sighs) I gotta put him down I'm feeling you need
2: need the
0: salt
1: yeah he's got a salt bed up there I just took him out he needs to be
2: salted now
3: (laughs) I'll put him back
1: up there give me just a second All right.
3: one that you said in the cabinet that one I got from Vermont I went to um the Vermont castle and I stopped I always stop at antique oh. stores I'm I i do not buy I I'll I'll go but I only buy them when I really have to have them and I know there's really like if I were sold that doll in a, in a shop I would have bought it the one you just had because I can feel that there's something attached to it I know there is and usually yeah. it's good when I want it that bad it's usually never good but yeah. um but that one in there is all metal She's all metal. So as soon as I touched her, the hair stood up on my hand,
2: on my oh. arm. Yeah. This Mary, do you, know, do you know how to ground yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you night, when you go in that room, Reese is giving you a headache because it's gone from your energy. Don't let them have yours. There's enough energy around you, they can have that instead of yours. They're trying to take it from you. That's why they're giving you headaches. Oh, yeah, yeah that I
3: think makes it sense. Top- that are really bad that give you headache. There's there's two of them that are like really really bad. But they're not not really human. <laughs> one that was yeah. sent. Yeah, that's
0: the one the on part. top is one of those, isn't it? One okay. of the very top of your curio cabinet. So, Christopher, can you see her? Yeah. That one. Ugh, weird.
1: Yeah, she is actually a doll that was given to all the children mm-hmm. that survived the Titanic.
0: This, no this way.
1: Is, this is the doll that was like a given as a coping mechanism to the children so that they could go through therapy. And so she's actually got a string around her neck where she was hung up and drugged by it. And you can see the old lace, you know, somebody just tied that around her and look at her, her dress. For those of you that can't see her, she's wearing a satin dress that's, um, kind of a beige color and it's got a, a mauve and gray stripe in it the bottom is all striped. the skirt part but the top part has a frill that goes around her shoulders and a bonnet and she has very little hair she looks rough she's a porcelain doll but her face is peeling the paint so i have to keep her this is their case i have buster and her that i keep together in here I tried to really just keep the air off of her or anything off of her. So wow. I just had to show you her. I wanted to see what you thought. Um, I have gotten EVPs off of her. Uh, she Her name is Sarah Beth, is the young lady that comes through with that doll. And uh, I had it in class lane and six or seven people got about the same time Sarah Beth saying her name
3: and giggling. Mm-hmm. It was so sweet. I never knew they had a doll that's nice to that even have like a piece of history cool? yeah yeah I was
1: driving back from somewhere and I saw this really unique kind of eclectic antique store on the side of the road and I had to stop and when I saw her I couldn't get my eye off of her and when I looked it up I was like darn and I got her for like seven dollars and fifty cents wow and she Dude. was worth thousands you know she's just in such yeah. bad repair Blaine, this is for you. I don't know if you've seen this before. This is a this is a piece of. I got to be really careful with it. It's not a doll or anything like that. It's a piece of barbed wire. Oh wow! And it's from a World War II campaign. It's from um, Matt was in here. It's not Auschwitz.
0: It's one of the others.
2: Uh, let's so, see, Dachau.
0: But um. I was I a dog cow in a previous life. I
1: well, I just have to be really careful with this because it's really in a bad state. But I've got a letter of authenticity of where it's from, and this gives me nightmares. I have. I just usually handle it by the plastic, but I keep seeing myself by the fence and trying to decide if I wanted to run for it or not because I knew I'd be killed, and I just wanted to end it. Wow. You know, I'd have that dream over and over. You know how it you know how it does. But
0: I wanna tell you a little bit what Dachau is. It's not an ordinary concentration camp. Yeah. It was mainly for POWs, for disabled and non Jewish prisoners. Oh. Uh, well that makes sense.
1: I'll write down when I have the next uh since I, I dreamed about of- to-
0: being there, oh. how I died, it was not from an execution where I was in a fight with another prisoner. Oh, wow.
1: Well, Mary Jo, tell us a bit about the uh, paranormal conferences you've been to in the last 12 months and uh, <laughs> about Costa Rica and all of that. I mean, you had had some travels.
3: Yeah, so we, we did, we did, um, him and Steve's, the Gettysburg Factory. That's usually, you know, that's what we've been going to since they started. Um, and we went there just to do the REM pods, but now we bring objects with us now because some people are not into buying, you know, you know, equipment. So then I bring the other stuff to show them and, you know, just to get what people feel. And I don't really tell them the story. And I, some people I say, well, what do you feel around this one? And then, you know, it, it goes on from there. So that's a, that's a good interactive. Um. Um, exercise, you know, for people that are developing their talents. That's so cool that you do that. I just, I just, it validates also, because you yeah. know you have to validate that these things are really haunted, and what's the best way to do that? And bring them to these places and have people read them. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to one in Colonial Inn that was a Paracon, and it was more of a book-type Paracon, but we were invited, you know, to bring the haunted stuff there, and it was weird. Everybody was coming down. And and of course the whole basement was full of mediums that wrote books. So they they were watching me take it all out. And I had Scott with me, which um, he read them from before he was the one who was on a haunting with me. And he had to carry Mr. Jingles in, which is a a clown that's really bad, but nobody knew about Mr. Jingles. Yeah. Nobody knew about him. He carried him in, had the worst migraine for about two hours, but I didn't tell anybody. So that confirmed it right there, but I felt bad he had a headache. But then I wouldn't let anybody touch the glass. So then after that, um, other people were coming up, and they were telling me the same thing. I got this pain on the side of my head. And it's funny, because for two weeks, I had this thing, and I brought it home. I was deathly sick, went and got blood work done, went and had COVID tests, went to see a neurologist they could not find. So then I knew it was paranormal. As soon as I put him in a case, completely gone within a day. I'm like, I should have put him in a case from day one, but I wanted to... <laughs> buy it and video yeah. it everything um but that's the way we have to do it now because otherwise we're frauds and we're this but i have them documented with blood work and this and that and this is what it causes me and yeah. you know but i can't prove a headache but when you're throwing up because you have a headache you can kind, of, kind of prove that yeah. but it was giving everybody else a headache um the warrants we always go to every year and i enjoy that because they're different kind of people that go there they're not your regular paranormal people. They are the horror people. They're the ones that want to see scary stuff, but don't want to see scary stuff. So um, <laughs> that woman's good. Cause we always have we, our tables everywhere we go. Our table is pretty crowded. Um, like we don't get breaks, but the Warrens you're there from whatever time, eight o'clock in the morning until, you know, eight o'clock at night, you don't get to leave a table even to pee. It's that. <laughs> wow. Yes. And finally, I, I say, listen, I have to stop. I'm like, I, I, and then people, of course, are bringing us stuff to see is this haunted. And I, and I say, listen, you have to document, document, document. You know, yeah. one lady, poor thing, she brought up a, a talking Bella doll. And I keep seeing these dolls all over the internet and that it's haunted. And I don't know if you guys know what the Bella doll is. I think it's called Bella. It's the animated doll that talks. Um, And the lady came up to me with it. And one of the Warrens actually brought her over, like the, 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 the cousin of one of the Warrens said, "Can you help her?" I said, "Sure." So I, 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 you know, I started talking to her. I'm like, "She was, it's a spooky, it's a spooky all the time." So I'm like, "Did you look at it? its word bank?" I understand it's a baby doll and it shouldn't say spooky, but did you look under the word bank? And she goes, "No, why would I do that?" I said, "Well, this way, it, it, if the doll's not supposed to say spooky, then you, it might be paranormal. But if it does, it's not." And I said, yeah. and then those dolls are interactive so if you're in the kitchen and you're saying i'm in the kitchen i'm going to make dinner and it says mm. you know i would eat strawberries it's it's programmed to do that it's programmed mm. to pick up words she didn't listen to me but <laughs> <laughs> she just thought it was funny you can't you can't she help that she wanted to be haunted so bad
1: she just yeah. said yes it is and she bounced on <laughs> I, I,
3: I saw another investigator recently who had that same doll. And he was saying the same thing about it. And I looked up the word bank and you believe as soon as you turn it on, that doll says, oh, my God, this is spooky. Mm-hmm. It's taken two seconds to Google that. And the yep. same thing, these dolls are interactive. The more you use them, where you're at, they're going to see that stuff. And I'm not discrediting that investigator at all. But as a paranormal, you have to prove that it is or it's not. Yeah. And huh. p- these people aren't doing it. You know, I guess if that that doc comes out and says something that is not in that workbook like again, that's to me paranormal or something strange. But saying spooky, it's going to say that it, it's programmed yeah. to say it as soon as you turn it on. So I don't know. So you're really teaching
1: people about haunted objects, and and do you explain to them about how to take care of them? Like Blaine was telling me, I needed to salt him. I have salt in the lining of that little zipped case. Matt made me <clears throat> put them in there. I just took sandwich bags, I put salt, and I layered on the inside like a little bean bag, you know, all right. around in it. And then I stitched it up so when I put it in there, it's salted. I'm not dealing with pouring salt all the time. And right. <clears throat> so when I, I feel better already, it was starting to, it was getting me already. Been That's a minute since I've taken
2: that out. salt on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, my thing is like, faces. I tell them do not get haunted items you don't you shouldn't be living with them. you shouldn't be happy but i know you're you're an investigator you're a medium you're you're a little different than everybody else It's like me you know we're different um we are different but when you know somebody who who has like i had this one investigator wanted (laughs) to buy one of my dolls and i never sell them it's that that's not what i do this for i'm not gonna sell anybody and he wanted to give it to his daughter for her wedding day i said how old is your daughter he goes i forget the age like 26 i'm like you're going to have grandkids, right? And he goes, well, eventually. I'm like, why would you want that in that house with grandkids? Why? Thank you. Why? And I don't think people get it. I keep on telling them th- these aren't toys. These are still spirits. They can. And I've seen people my age walk around with these dolls like they're children. They're so upset yeah. with these dolls. They mm-hmm. sleep. I'm like, Finally, I pull them aside because I can't keep my mouth shut. I can't. I'm, one one. I'm that mother bear. And I pull them and I'm like, listen, you can't be doing this. This thing has you so attached to it. You can't even take a poop without that doll being in there. You need to separate, separate.
2: Exactly.
1: Blaine, do you see why I wanted her on now? Because she is as honest as you and she's nurturing. When she sees somebody, yes, you're a lot like Blaine. (laughs) You're a female version of Blaine, but honest honest to a fault. Okay. because. You'll tell it like it is, like, yo, yeah. this doll's got you hopping. You know so I like
2: too face, see, you know. See see my haunted objects, I keep I love toys and tonka toys especially.
1: Oh yeah. I've
2: got probably four or five tonka toys that are haunted, but they remind me of my youth and I can mm-hmm. control what's in them. So
1: that's all that you need. Well I keep yeah. I keep mine isolated. Okay. I've got glass behind it, you know, like it's behind glass. It's in cases. It's not handled a lot. I don't like, you know, bring it up to my arm or rock it or anything like that, except for Alice, the new one, I'm still trying to figure her out. So I'm handling her a good bit. Um, I did watch my granddaughter look at her and she was, you know, like, big face you know big eyes and oh my gosh she's beautiful and then I just said well we're gonna put her up here her dress is uh fragile you can play with these and I had some my little ponies on backup so but she does (laughs) yeah I wasn't gonna let her touch it but I did want her to see it to see if it registered with a you know a child because it is a child's possession but uh man the lady that told me when she got it in she was hearing a child cry and footsteps and mm-hmm. running up it was in the attic she had it's not really an attic they've got it separated for the store but she could hear you know feet and playing and things like that and then crying and screaming and i thought this thing has seen some trauma it's seen some tragedy
3: yeah i'll figure it out i will anyway Objects either they're not allowed to touch them. I'm the only one who puts them on the table, and when they're bad, they're in cases, and I can't tell you. See, it's funny. The Warrens, everybody was respectful, which is weird because again, they're different kind of people. They're they're there to see the horror, the scary stuff, but they don't want to touch it. They don't go home with it. Yeah, but when going to other other places, um they go to grab them. Like Gettysburg when we were there, I had this guy. Who I have a, a demonic, um, a, a, a satanic Bible that I have from a case. This guy went and grabbed my oh, hand. No, no, I went smack. I smacked his hands. He looked at me, and then I noticed his symbol on his chain. I said, "You will not touch that." He goes, "You can't tell me no." I'm like, "You want to make a bet?" Like I stood up. I'm like, "You're not. You need to go. You need to go." And he did leave, but he gave me dead your eyes the whole time he was there. But like they will just go up and grab. Um mm. anyway, to Costa Rica. Costa Rica is very different than us. They're very different. Yes, very different. Um, we had a lot of people, like we had priests and everything that came to see my what I was gonna talk about. So they thought I was there to glamorize um haunted objects, which I yeah. guess most Americans do. But I'm not, you can see from like the last 20 minutes, I'm not. I will tell you, you shouldn't have them, this and that. This is what it can do to you. I'll show you the evidence. They can kill you if you get the wrong one. And um,
2: yeah.
3: those priests and everybody were so happy that I came because yeah. they thought I was there for a different reason. But again, at the end of the night, we had, there was different yeah. different people there, like um, religions. Um, and I guess they were more satanic. And they went over my, like my doll that I know that is, it's got a non-human in it and it tried to do a seance in front of everybody. And we had to shoo him out. They had, to, And it's weird because everybody starts seeing shadows and children and these black shadows. All in the, Everybody in that whole audience was freaked out the last night because whatever this guy did, and I had to bring this thing home with me on a plane, two planes, and the turbulence was so bad. I'm thinking, oh, my God, what did this guy give me? What did he do? And I, and I kept on thinking, why did this happen? <laughs> And
2: he summoned it, something else he didn't summon what you had he summoned something, else. something I, else as soon as you're saying it right now i can see exactly what that idiot did yeah he summoned yeah. something there that wasn't should have been there
3: what's well, funny because like i read people very well like i i i don't i never call myself a medium at, at all but i can sense when something's haunted, and i can read people so when i'm talking to him i actually was drawn to this man because he was a vendor and I was actually really drawn to him. And then I'm talking to him. And all of a sudden, I, I work with eyes during the day. So I do it in in medical field. I work with eyes. And I see a lot of eyes every single day for eight yeah. years. This guy's eyes were black. And they weren't black from contacts because I was just looking at them. And they were light brown. And I looked at them again, pure black. And I'm like, yeah. and I kind of, my head kind of felt like, wait a minute. And I'm looking at him. Then he realized or something was telling him behind him, she knows what you are. And yeah. then he changed, his wife walked over, her eyes were black. So then my guard was up. I went downstairs. I said, listen, I don't want these guys near my stuff. Something's not right. I can feel their energy. I don't want them near it. the security guards. Were like, okay, they were smart. They went and got my husband instead of my husband. Um, Cause he didn't know this because I didn't see him at that time. And he said, I can't ever get close to your objects because you guys are too busy down there. Can you take me down there? And that's when it happened. Yep. So, okay. um,
2: he- Mary, I can tell you that they practice Santeria, which is a mix between, between Catholicism and voodoo. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I lived down in South America and Panama and Costa Rica for a long time in the military. So I know what goes on down there. And when you explain how their eyes change color, I have seen many of them that practice Santeria down there. Their eyes will go from a dark hazel to a dark, dark black. So I've actually seen that myself, so I can tell you what they're doing and what they have been doing. They were summoning up spirits that shouldn't have been in this earth. Right. And they didn't even know that they were semi-possessed. So.
3: Yeah, he definitely was not. It was just weird because he... How I took it is he knew that I knew what it was then because he because oh, yeah. I and I, how what they explained is that he said he had a witch in this little thing he carried around with the goods. I I can't even explain it it was cloth and I went to go touch it because I'm like you have a what and, you know dumb me and he goes don't touch that he goes that's 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 a, that's my you know I she's in there and I'm like oh and I'm thinking I ain't touching that cause I didn't know what he meant yeah but he left it on the table when he went to go do whatever but. When his eyes mm-hmm. turned back, I just felt like either whatever things that he was conjuring, like spirits, demons, whatever, was telling him, She knows what you are. Like yeah. I got that, she knows what you are now. You know, it's like and his his whole expression just changed towards me. It wasn't real nice. It was like, I'm gonna get you type. And I'm like, oh yep. god. It was different down there. I loved it. I didn't want to come home because you can feel the energy down there. Not
2: like here. The energy is beautiful in certain places down there, but other places where they're practicing, you can feel the negative energy. And I wanted to let you know this. You might not be a medium, but you are an empath.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Because empaths, we can feel energies very well. Um, if you walk into a room and somebody has been arguing and you As soon as you walk in, they're all smiles, but you can still feel that leftover energy from them being mad. You're an empath. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being one. I'm one. It's a great thing. Embrace that gift because you didn't ask for it, but it was given to you for a reason. Right. That's why you can tell haunted objects. You can tell people's moods. And I'm sure you work in the medical profession dealing with eyes. I know a lot. I, I go to the eye doctor quite a lot. Um, because my, you know, since I, after I, I turned 40, I had to start wearing glasses. So I'm 57 now. So more, I get to get more every year. Um, but you do get a little nervous when you're going there. Cause you're, you're hoping like, okay, they're going to tell you, okay, you're not going blind right now. At least we can correct your vision. You know, that's what I always worry about. They're going to tell me I'm going to go blind. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, I, w- my first start, I actually worked in a nursing home, which was a lockdown dementia unit. Then I went, I went to rehab. Then from rehab, I went, these were all in hospitals. And then I went to cancer hospital, which was horrible. This is like why I got from, um, from the haunted hospitals. I mean, I can tell you stuff that would make your head spin. That it was so crazy in that place because there was so much death and I could not handle it. It's weird that I deal with paranormal. I can't deal with death at all my family friends people i don't even know if you start crying i will cry and i won't be able to stop it's like so that's why i got out of the medical field because i literally could not deal with it and then i started working with eyes i'm thinking i don't have to deal with death anymore um but you still get those patients that come in and you i know something is not right something mentally isn't right um i had one doctor yell at me one time like why did you take so long in the room And then he came back about a month or two later and told the doctor that girl that was in the room. You know, I wanted to commit suicide. I I forget what happened. Something something happened with him, and he was so distraught. But I felt it, but he didn't show it. But I knew. I sat there and talked to him, say, you know what? It always is gonna get better. It's always gonna pass. You know. And I was just, we were just talking, but I knew he was for a rough time. But he did tell the doctor, and the doctor never complained ever ever again because I feel him as soon as they walk in the door. Covid was the worst. When people were locked down in Covid, those people came in, and I was drained by the end of the day. You know, because they this older oh people leave their house, they couldn't they couldn't visit people Christmas time. They were sheltered. They couldn't see their grandchildren, their great grandchildren. They were miserable, and that just drained the hell out of me. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: I'm sure it did.
0: I had yeah. to I had to be isolated because I'm high risk. Yes, you did. Yeah. He had a real hard time. Mm-hmm. You know
1: what? I I don't know how to phrase this, but I be, I believe that we are the one of the, if not the only, paranormal show that represents uh, the minority group of uh, a physical disability in the paranormal. Uh, Chris talks a good bit on the show, but he also calls in and uh, when I'm doing investigations, we put him on speaker and he does EVPs and he can uh, review evidence and things like that. He always gets um, a response and uh, I'm trying to work out some more programs like that so that people that would not normally have the opportunity to go in places that are pretty hazardous as far as you know being able to walk through the building or or get up the steps because you know it's sometimes it's pretty rough terrain especially if it's a historical area um what did i I've, just hear that was my phone
3: somebody's
1: oh. calling me i see okay, all
3: three years heads just turned that way <laughs> 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 like, the same room. <laughs> yeah
0: mary what do you think of me um you can be honest
3: what do I think of you. Yeah, because you, of what you see and you're all that. See, it's hard because I can't really see your face. I'm <laughs> just your head. Here I am. There you are, buddy. I don't know. I'm more of the person that's just, like, I can judge people, but when I see them, it's different. Do you know what I mean? People can be like, just say, I don't know, Blaine. Well, if I see you in here, I might think you're, you know, the sweetest person on the sun. But as soon as I feel your energy, I'm like. Oh no. And,
2: and that's
3: <laughs> who I am. So, everybody it seems like they're good to me, I actually have to see you and feel you. And usually it's weird because people will come up, I'll hug them just so I can feel their energy. And I'll be able to tell if you're, it's more of a, a physical, I have to be in front of you type of thing. Isn't that sweet? Yeah.
2: yeah and that's first... why I
3: hugged you all the time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> i was yeah, like, so, uh, so
0: good. Oh, she
1: now,
2: Mary, I'll it. tell you this when Lee had her Paracon in South Carolina, Andrea Perrin was there. And mm-hmm. I went up, and gave her a hug, and she backed away immediately. Goes, oh my god, I've never felt energy like yours before. It's like yes, she did. Her.
3: Oh my god, I met her for the first time. You know what she said to me? I was in um Kate uh, May. They had this thing that my uh, they, one of the investigators that was on my team at the time. He wanted to see um Stephen Tango, and then, of course she was there. So I'm like, okay, I'll go. I've never been there. I'm as she's talking, I'm watching her. But I was reading her by oh, the yeah. time I asked this And that. As we got done, I hugged her, this and, that, and she's like, Oh my God, I love your energy. She goes, But you were reading me, weren't you? I'm like, Aww. Yeah. you know it. She knew it. And I didn't say nothing to her. Well, she, she
2: knew. Was...
3: Yeah, she I'm was like very oh,
2: gifted. I did the same thing to her when she was doing her speech at least,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because there were so many spirits coming in and out of that room. I was trying to block for a lot of people because a lot of people were, were not shielded. And there was stuff that was coming through there that I didn't want to start hurting people. So uh, she kept saying, he says, Blaine, you can stop blocking now. I said, I'm not even trying. It's just happening.
1: <laughs> yeah. Blaine did a beautiful job there. A lot of people had wonderful readings and um, a lot of happy tears shed. We had some
0: incredible moments.
1: I hope I'll be able I to know do it again. What?
0: I know Andrea pretty well. She read me one time. Did she? And, uh, and uh, what's weird is she picked up. my maybe kin to her like you originally did. Yeah. And uh, I went to look, and I'm a sad boy on my mother's paternal maternal bloodline. You know on her. You know the women, uh, you know her mother and grandma great grandmother and all of that comes from that uh-huh. same France, the south of France. And Peron is Sardinian. So Christopher,
1: do you know the origins of uh, basic, it's not the origins. Do you know what um, paranormal psychologists feel happens to an object that becomes haunted? Do you know how that process happens? It's pretty interesting. Uh, Blaine, you're shaking your head.
0: I'm what like, what the heck?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Go ahead, Blaine. I'm going to pull up my little thingy here. It's um, real I've-
2: simple. It's a transference of energy. Everything that you've ever, place you've ever been, you leave a trace of yourself behind. And sometimes it's stronger if you're really attracted to an object. It was something you loved and cherished, uh, you have a more of an imprint of your energy on that object. Plain and simple. I just put it in layman's what people understand.
3: Yeah, yeah that's Like we I see a lot of people put like, um, does anybody feel anything of this doll? You know, online. Usually I don't comment. And then kept people kept on tagging me on it. I'm like, oh god, I don't want to comment. So finally I just did. I'm like, listen. This doll doesn't have a spirit attached to it, but there is energy, just like everything. There's energy. We touch something, the energy going to be on it, depending how much you, you know, if a child cried a lot on that doll, it could be that energy, that traumatic energy or whatever. I see the doll has energy, a spirit, no. And then all of a sudden, everybody was coming. Oh yeah, I feel bad. I feel this. I Oh, the spirit's this. And then as soon as I wrote that, everybody's like, you know what? I think you're right. I don't feel anything, but you could feel like, you know, there's energy to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So there's energy on everything, but a spirit oh, You
0: know we yeah speak of what happened to a haunted doll I was not physically near a doll or a person I caused it to turn on its own or I think I chose Oh
1: you- my yes, I remember you telling me that. That's pretty crazy because then you would have had to push. That's actually let me let me let me roll back. Hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um what you're talking about there is having influence from a distance and being able to push a personality onto another. And that is something that the Rhine Center is studying right now. Because imagine the ability somebody would have to, let's say I can make you really sad from a distance. I can really make you sad. Well, if I do it hard enough, you're incapacitated. You're not going to feel like fighting. I get
0: to a... A haunted doll, and I caused it to really freak out an entire radio audience. You know, and leaving a chat. Yeah.
3: See, I believe we can do that. I honestly do. I remember it's weird because my dad died very young, and oh, married to my first husband, and he was very mentally and physically abusive. So when my dad died, it got worse. I remember coming home one day, and I got. And a lot of people remember those beanie baby bears. Um, those uh-huh. teddy bears. Um, I got, I found a couple. It's weird because I, I had this thought, you know, I went past my work, went to the Hallmark store. I'm thinking this was never my way to work, but it was like kind of like my dad saying, mm-hmm. no, you need to go here type of thing. Went there, got the dogs, got home. So excited. I got these teddy bears that nobody can find. I walk in the door, he starts screaming at me. So at the time, all the lights in my kitchen blew out. Like, I mean, completely blew and I just oh. that's my dad. He's still around. You better leave me the F alone. He's yeah. not playing with you. I went to bed. Otherwise, if that didn't happen, that man would have probably screamed at me for about four hours. Why would you spend ten dollars on this bear? But as I'm getting older, I start noticing when I get mad, I literally will blow out light bulbs, everything. Yeah. It is the weirdest thing. I would get so mad. I would call somebody on the phone. If I'm really mad, I will blow up their light bulbs in their kitchen when they're next to it. And they're like, oh my God, you that has to be your energy. So I can do that. Right before we came on here, I'm running around trying to hurry up. And uh, I went to the bathroom. The lights were just going like, and it could be the energy in my house, but I feel like it was, I'm like, like oh my God, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. I have to hurry up. And the lights were flickering on because I'm so anxious. You know, so yeah. I believe, if I can do that with electricity and blow light bulbs out, I'm sure I can send something to somebody you standing in front of me. I know I, I can.
0: I shorted sure out the door alarms to our Kmart.
3: Oh I my w- goodness. Make made them go off and I made them blow up. I'm staying away from you. <laughs> uh-huh. um, You're scary. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it either.
1: And- I do know that Andrea has told me that she cannot keep a watch on that runs.
3: Okay. She'll, she'll burn, burns the, the watch right up. She just can't. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't do that either. I don't know, I think with her living in that conjuring house for so long, you know, just being in there, I I really think that she probably has something really, you know, with her energy. It has to be in that house. Yeah. Have you guys ever investigated there, ever been in that house? You have.
2: I, I haven't been inside, but I have been outside of it.
3: That is my, I literally just posted a video right when I came, I had to take my dog to the vet. And as soon as I got home, I posted a video of, of the, of the session that we did upstairs. Like that object, that thing that's there, I know is not human, but I don't think it's demonic. I think it's something else, but um, like me at all. And it's funny because he was calling me out. My husband had cancellation headphones. And believe me, I had them on before him and I couldn't hear a thing. So when I'm sitting there talking, and of course, I, I was on Facebook live and TikTok live. So people were asking me questions. It's 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm exhausted. So I'm having them answer questions, like having them, I'm reading off questions. So I'm giggling. And it it, it was questions towards me. Like the thing was saying, uh, who's Sam? Who's this? And it's all my honedas. I'm coming after you. And I'm like, and then it dawned on me, oh my God, this thing is talking about me. It wasn't even answering the questions that I was asking it. It was, it was talking about me. So then, when I realized that and started answering questions and answering them, and then answering the questions about it throwing the ball at me and this and that, it was answering, yeah, I'll do it again. I will throw it again. And it was. And I'm like, he can't. Oh hear my me. goodness! Like, it was like, yeah. it was. I'm telling you, an hour worth of, oh my God, I, I cannot believe this is going on right now. And people online were like. Dude, get out of there. They were afraid. And there's me. Nope, I'm not afraid of you. So I started getting more, um, I wouldn't say nasty, but more firm. You're not going to talk to me that way. You're not going to come to my house. And Ooh, you're so about- sassy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he told me, you know. But I, it was saying, I'm coming after you to the doll that you got in October. My husband doesn't know what I get. He doesn't know what I bring in this room. I don't tell him anything. And I'm like, yeah. you're not going to come after me. He goes, oh, yes, I am. And it was saying, devil, this, and I'm like, and I was blown away. And people were online. And then their doll would start going off. Because I had their doll wrapped in a REM pod that we made. Oh, prior. wow. Their doll started going off. People like, get out of that room. Get out. I'm like, no, I'm not going to get out of the room. Because I need you. to record this. But that house yeah. is amazing. That house is, I, if I could afford that house, I would have bought that. And, like, Corey offered us the house before um the lady took I- it. It was not I would take
1: the- it. <laughs> I would.
3: It, yeah, it was yeah, not take for- it but if I had the money, believe me, I played the I played the lottery every week just so I can get that house and it wasn't meant to be. But yeah, it's got some crazy energy. And I think crazy energy that changes you. And not in a good way either. You know. Um, Andrea was telling me about
1: a spirit that was there that um she was outside trying to get the horses back in the pen because there's a storm coming and the the door opened and darn if the thing didn't just go ahead and break and the wind's blowing and she's trying to hold up this board and nail the nail into it and she could pick it up but then when she positioned the nail to hit the ham you know the hammer with a nail, it would fall. She wasn't strong enough and she said out of nowhere. Something lifted the board for her and held it so she could nail the nail. <laughs> Yeah, and she said that she was uh, playing piano and um, something would turn the pages for her. just here no. you go. And wow. she said, so that's why she called, calls her book um, uh, uh, House of Darkness, and we all know what that is, and House of Light, because there were things that were happening there that was so nurturing and loving that she wanted to portray both. And I right. thought that was so genius of her. First of all, to even see it, because most people don't see the good with the bad. They just see the bad because it scares the bejesus out of you. You know,
0: you all right, Chris? I, every time I talk about that house and about Andrea, I start to have real bad humming in my ear. Oh, not not in a bad way, but it's like something wants
1: to. Well, I just I'm going to send this to you too, Christopher and Blaine, if you'd like it. I have a PDF book that was given to me and, uh, I sent it to you because maybe with your travels and dealing with people that you help, uh, they would like this. Maybe there's something in there that you can show them. It's called psychic self-defense It's classic instruction. And, um, you know, it looks really cool. I haven't really dug into it yet. Um, it's by Dion fortune and, um, I thought it would be interesting you know if you don't like it I've got I've got a five terabyte thanks to Blaine he showed he told me where I could find one Mm -hmm. and um I have it almost full but this is the psychic self-defense the classic instruction manual for protecting yourself against paranormal attacks now I don't know if it's gonna you know mesh up with your belief systems or that I love the front cover because she's a vintage sort of a Victorian lady so tell me if you like it Tell me if you don't like it.
0: Uh, I won't don't let things wreck my let me, system. Let me, I'm already open-minded.
2: Let me tell y'all something. Lee, as soon as you spoke a minute ago, uh-huh, cut you completely out like it normally does on our show. Oh, I'm, yeah. Mary Joe wasn't on here. Chris wasn't on here. It was just me.
1: Oh, my God. Did I? Oh, did anybody hear what I said?
2: Yes, we so heard he
0: the, whole, of it. the whole
3: time. I heard, I heard you fine. That's so crazy.
2: Well, maybe just because me and you were on the on the radio together, that's why.
1: <laughs> when well, um, I do want you to know I got two phone calls after we got off the air last week, and there was a child heard. There were there were several EVPs uh, on the show and uh that we did react to it but we didn't really know what it was and they're supposed to call me back they're doing some more research on that also um mary joe i talked with uh our good friend chris O'Toole, and her grandbaby was born a few minutes ago that's why she <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely gorgeous child and that's why she's not on the show and i think that's a good reason <laughs> you know
2: a good reason
1: yes. I'm, I'm like what's going I'm on now I
0: talk to her on a regular basis you know Lee?
1: i didn't know that she is such a sweetheart and uh She's a good friend. Yeah. She's somebody She's very- you would enjoy to talk to. Yeah. But she uh, just, her her daughter gave birth to her first grandchild. So this isn't Chris's first, but it's her daughter's first. So this comes right after, you know, her being in the ICU twice. And then, you know, what mm-hmm. happened with her son and his uh, fiance's illness. So this is good news. And we're all celebrating with her.
2: <laughs> right on.
1: Yeah. So I sent it to you, Mary Jo, and if you like it, you know, I'll look for the other book I have about haunted objects, but oh, yeah. um, there's like three ways, according to the book. Now, maybe you have different theories. I know Blaine and I have some different things. Chris, he'll go a totally different way, but somehow we end up back together at the same
0: spot. Um, Isn't that the whole idea of things he's, forms like this?
1: Yeah, he's very academic, uh, Christopher is. Very intelligent man. Um, like oh crap scary like when things start going crazy somebody hacked me or whatever i'll call him and he handles it <laughs> he just takes right good care of it very intelligent man and i appreciate um, your friendship
0: christopher for a decade. appreciate that you're also my kin too
1: yes he found me on Am- uh, amazon on yeah i was for sale on amazon
0: so <laughs> um, you were both on ancestry and she came up as a match
1: ancestry and we are a match yeah so we are related now blaine i don't i don't know if you know this blaine was in the air force he's quite the hero the things that he has done and seen i'll let him disclose that if he would like to some point but um he did serve with my husband's father who's a retired air force colonel (laughs) and matt connected with him right away and then he saw him at the paracon was like I know you and Blaine was like I know you well this is crazy and it's been like that ever since for over a decade
2: for well, a been longer than that because uh this Elijah was still oh yeah life. he was
1: yeah he was <laughs> Elijah was in my arms and he just turned 21 so
3: yeah. it's been two decades at least it's been a while been a minute <laughs> yeah That's one good thing about the paracons. You meet people that you would never meet, or you get to meet people that you talk to online all the time or Facebook, and you meet them in person, which is nice because you, again, me, I feel their energy if I can trust Mm -hmm. them or whatever. I feel that, so that means a lot when I get to meet people, you know.
2: Yeah, I'm the same as you. Within five seconds, I'm gonna know if I'm gonna be friends with you or you were just a lesson for me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And my, I, I pick up on it quick, too. It's like we had some people at uh, Pericom, me and Lee did, that they were trying to test me. Yeah. And it didn't work too well for them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it didn't turn out very well for them. Um, um, we yeah. also had um, a very negative entity that was there. And uh, it tried to call Matthew out because he had a family member in ICU that had been there for quite a long time. And it threatened Matt that it was going to hurt his stepfather. And uh, Blaine was right on it. I mean, it's we've had some crazy times. Wow. Yeah, this
2: is funny. This is funny to me. I'm not, it wasn't funny what he did to Matt, but I told that spirit, I said, before the night is over, you're going to beg twice and we're going to make you cry. And he Yay! laughed at me. Said, no. <laughs> he said, no. He said, you. And then when we were when we were binding it, at another location God. i just looked at matt and i winked and about that time that i winked he said please please don't do it please don't do it i said I told you you'd beg you're gonna beg a second <laughs> time here in the next two minutes <laughs> and he did he begged and oh he, he was cried. a nasty
1: one mary joe this was a nasty individual uh i'm talking pedophilia um uh, never nepro- no, nepro- <laughs>
2: he he was was just all around bad in the spirit yeah he had that in life
1: well blaine see um he and i have something similar we both use spirit guides and our native american ancestors to do spiritual warfare and so he used them to literally pull this spirit apart you can't kill them but you can have another entity absorb them like bite pieces of them out and they'll scream and they can still feel pain and they huh. can't so the
2: Matt 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 said, The only thing I wish I could have done is have him bite his arm off. I said, Which arm do you want? And as mm-hmm. soon as I said that I said, Wolf now. And you could hear the wolf just grinding, just ripping his arm clean off and hear him mm-hmm. screaming. It.
1: ah huh. It's amazing what I've been able to witness with he and i've done warfare together in people's homes they'd call us and we'd go in together blaine would have it set up and I'd, we'd get in and we'd go in together and it was
3: i can't describe the feeling
1: of I going
3: I, yeah I, sure since you do like is, is this do you do demonic as well yes, home?
2: yes okay. i have I, done the demonic elementals uh just malevolent just i just eat whole, those whole spirits mm-hmm. um and, and I don't know, it's weird for me because I get in this mode, it's like, oh, great, I get to do battle. He does. And,
1: he goes straight I warrior. Love,
2: I love doing battle. I do too. I, it is To me, it is the ultimate high I could ever get doing battle with a, a, a bad spirit, whether it be demonic, whether it be malevolent. And lately, I've been seemed to get a lot of damn pedophile spirits.
1: Yes, you have. That's crazy, well, isn't it?
0: Very bad. They I don't know why
1: they there's want just. To there's you so out. many. There's so many. Yeah.
3: Okay. No, I've had a couple of those cases, and the last one I was at, I had an issue with the people that I brought with me because they were my clients. Obviously, they reached out to me because they saw me at the warrants, and I just figured they want one of the warrants to come out. Um, but he wanted a specific person. It wasn't from the Warrens. You everybody is clear. It was not anybody from the Warrens. Yeah, um, yeah. but it was somebody that kind of knew them, kind of worked with them. I don't know something that has to do with that. He wanted that specific guy. I didn't know him personally. We went there to a different state, you know, we had to fly there obviously. And, um, so he didn't finish the job that like I thought he would. He ran out of frankincense, this and that um he decided to go home and I said I don't think you're done um the homeowner that he didn't have enough frankincense and he ran out in the attic where it was the strongest where I thought it was the strongest um and uh so anyway when they left we went to go get something to eat and I said "Homeowners, I'm gonna go back and put some videotapes in there blah 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 just in case and he's like you're not gonna investigate are you I'm like why would I investigate there I didn't investigate there earlier because I already know what's in there. I've talked to them. I've heard it on the phone as I'm talking to yeah. them on the f- I know there's something bad in there. I, you don't have to, I don't have to investigate it. So when me and Bill went to go back into that home, I opened up the door. I could still fr- smell the Frank, like the frankincense and everything, but this thing just pushed me back out. Like mm-hmm. I only think I can explain to people, it was pure anger. Yeah. And not cute, not, not a, how can I say, I wouldn't say human, but it was, it was pissed. That's the only way I can explain, but I could still smell the frankincense. I'm like, Oh, my husband's face turned white and he even sensed it. So really? he started to like, you're not going in there. You're absolutely not. You're not going. I'm like, listen, they have kids. We're going in there. So I didn't go up in the attic. Cause I knew if I went up in the attic, they will put whatever it is, would push me down the steps. I knew that in my head, it was telling me, don't do it. So I just put the cameras up we left. I got in my car. I called the medium and that demonologist the demonologist never answered me. And the medium said, you can't eat. Um, it's aftershock. I'm like, listen, I've done this. I have a demonic thing in my home. I know what I went through in that house. Listen, this is not aftershock. This is not after This is, it is pissed. It didn't get rid of it because he yep. didn't do the full cleansing. And when I finally got hold of him, cause he actually rented a car and drove home got hold of him the next day he said the same thing. You can't fix everything. It's aftershock. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am you don't understand, as a as a like a mother and just a person that just cares for everybody. I was so mad at this person. I deleted him on Facebook, blocked him on I Facebook. And now he's best friends with the homeowner. Like I, I don't know why. I think he's just doing it to piss me off. But the yeah. fact is they did he didn't fix it. And but he says to me, you can't fix everything. It it, okay. it was um it was aftershock. So, can you explain to me for somebody who's stupid <laughs> what aft? Because I don't, I I know what aftershock is, but is that normal? So you no. I, okay. I've never no, heard I mean, of that it, ever it, in my life.
2: Okay, Thank what you. that's telling me, Mary, is he half-assed his cleansing. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and if you ever need a medium, mm-hmm. to, on a case, call myself or Lee or call both of us because I'll Why never
3: be like that. At her for. I think I didn't meet you yet. I think I did meet you. I did meet you already. But I think this was already planned to go there, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah. Well, if
1: you yeah. run into anything, call us. We'll, we can call us, please, because
2: yeah. I love battle. We can do and battle I, from
1: a distance.
2: Oh, yes.
3: Well, this house is very, um, very haunted. It's been like that. The whole town knows about it. Um, it had seances in there. And, and the sad thing is, is the history of it. And the medium that they, the wife wanted, she didn't pick up any of that. I'm like, then it was second guessing, wait a minute, you're not picking it. And that was a whole big thing. This house was a big seance house. The person that bought it, it stayed in the family for years. The next person bought it did seances, but more demonic. But it was she was bringing people into the home. And she just died <laughs> in the 2000s, like 10. The family took over it. They were doing heroin. They were doing a bunch of drugs, so they got kicked out. They couldn't. Oh, afford even better. It. Yeah, the next person. Let's is- add the devil and heroin and crack, yes. and exactly. let's
1: just let's just make a great big hornet's nest and roll in it. That's what they did. When people go in and pretend that they're trying to cleanse something, and they do their little thing, and it doesn't work, it often stirs it up.
0: Oh, this is worse.
1: It does now. If it's a Native American spirit that's there, Blink can tell you they can be worse yeah. than a demon. Oh, yes. If you piss that one per- of them off, they oh. will take... Ooh. Yes, they can flip out on you. And there's ways to be able to do that. But if you start burning sage and you don't know what that means, you've pissed them off more. So, oh, yeah.
3: I tell a lot of people, like I have a case now that I'm working on. A young kid, she was burning sage in her house and it whatever, I said, listen... I, I, I guess people really don't know you really shouldn't if you don't know if you, especially if a haunted object that she bought and she bought it at a local store near us that has haunted objects. I don't know why in the hell they would sell it to a child. First of all, I am so mad. Like I, I picked this object up two days ago and literally as soon as I grabbed the bag, my hand, like my hair went up. And then as I'm walking out to the door, I thought I was going to pass out. I'm like, yeah, this is not good. Today she texted me and told me that she's had the worst anxiety attack under the sun. I mean, the doll is downstairs. I actually should have brought it up here, but I didn't want to bring it in the room with this stuff because I didn't know. Yeah, You know, I try, uh, yeah, try to keep them away from each other, like the ones that I do from home. It, 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 when it has to come up here, it does, but I don't want to keep it up here if it, it's not going to stay here. Um, yeah, well, they can go dormant.
1: Haunted Haunted objects can slowly become dormant if you don't mess with them and you don't do a lot of dusting and, you know,
3: you can do that. Have you ever tried church glass with a haunted object? No, I haven't. I mean, I, I've heard of that you do church glass. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when um, I made the case for Lily, they told me plexiglass and wood, but you have to put um, holy water in the wood, or holy, I'm sorry, holy oil in the wood, bake out in the sun three times. So that's what I did with her case. And it, I'm telling you, oh, it, nice. It contained, it contained her big time. I guess it also to, it's also your intent. You know what I mean? So she's got the holy salt underneath her. and I will not go in that case. I will open up the Annabelle case before i open up that case behind me. Like the lights all like burned out. My husband was like you going to change them? I'm like absolutely not. I said nope. I said it will not. And like I said a couple of like the one show that we were on in the beginning they wanted me to travel with that doll. Uh, you know what I'm talking about Lee. And I'm yeah. like I'm sorry I will not travel with her. I will bring something else. And I think they're a little mad at me, but I'm like, listen, you have no idea. It's not worth my life or anybody in the car's life. It really isn't, because it's pissed, it's stuck in that case. You know, well, if it out a little bit, I'm afraid, you know.
2: Well, our producer's sitting there saying that we've got uh we're we he's hearing teeth grinding now humming. Really? On the show. Well it's oh. far, for the, far for the course for our show because Every time I've ever done a show, something always comes through. Last week we had a little child just giggling and laughing.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Wow. Um, And Lee's the only one that has grandchildren close and they're, they were at home.
1: Yeah. They're at home. They're at the street. They're asleep by now.
2: Yeah. And I ain't got nothing but me and my wife and two dogs. My daughter's grown and got her own kid lives in California. So, yeah. I've got a, one year old and three year old grand, so yeah That's I think right. it's cool because I think it's funny because it happens every show me and Lee have ever been on together.
3: Huh.
2: But it's par for the course and it great and makes great listening for our 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 listeners mm-hmm. because they can hear it. Um but yeah we always have voices come through. We have children come through. Um. Yeah, usually
3: that doll cabinet will open up sometimes. That's um, paranormal caught on camera. That's what they call me on here. Of course, a doll cabinet always opens. It's locked. It has a key, but the key went missing, so I can't find the key no more. So it is slammed shut. So if I want to open that, which I haven't done in a while, um, I have to actually put a knife in there and jam it open or a screwdriver. But every once in a while, I mean, it was happening a lot to where it was doing it like every eight hours, 10. And I have like humidifier to, again to test the theory. It's not humidity. It's not this, it's not that doing yeah. it. Um, but I was on a, a podcast one day and it opened up in the middle of uh, me sitting here talking, um, oh, Parallel it. it was a zoom. And when I was on the zoom call with her, um, all of a sudden I, the screen went black, but what she heard was this muffling, like something took over, like, you know, sometimes your phone picks up a car when it goes by and she said, it was all this like, grrr, like I don't know how she explained it. And she, and she was totally freaked out. And cause they're not paranormal investors. They're, they're just producers they're whatever. You can see the fear in her face. And I was like, welcome to my paranormal room. And she was, well, yeah, well, I, I can't tell the people this one. So I'm hoping cause it hasn't aired yet. It should be airing soon, but I can't wait to see that, to see actually what they put on that show. You know, they're going to put that because it totally freaked her out.
2: Go ahead. Let me, let me say this.
3: Did you
1: just see the light behind her?
2: Yeah. From that top corner,
1: it, it, it went black and then back white again. It just flipped. That was weird.
0: I don't
2: know. Well, Mary, let, let me, let me tell you this. When I was filming a show up in Buffalo, We were sitting there before we filmed, and I'm talking to the sound guy and the two camera guys. I said, have you ever had your stuff just shut down? And he goes, I've been doing this 35 years and never happened. And about five seconds later, I hear the sound guy goes, you guys don't believe this. My whole soundboard just went down. Then both cameramen go, holy shit, my cameras just went down. I said, welcome to my world. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's so funny, Blaine.
0: It's
3: oh, it was like, those, those little things don't bother us you know what I mean like those little yeah. I knew Destination Fear was at Norwich we actually got Destination Fear on Norwich I didn't like I I knew the producers my friend runs it she was trying to get it bigger so they could fix it up to have paranormal people come in so that I guess that was trying to like help them both out in a way so we went there to investigate for the show my husband was on that show for them but on their series all the stuff was dying and they're freaking out. I'm looking, I'm like, that's like an everyday occurrence for us. You know what you I mean? Yeah. Like that deal with the paranormal, it, they just, they drain stuff, you know, but yeah, it was, I guess for the people that don't do it on TV, they don't realize it, but us were like, yeah, it happens all the time.
2: <laughs> you know, I thought it was funny because these production people, you know, they filmed several episodes of this show that I was on. Um, I, I still can't talk about it yet because they haven't released it yet, but, I can tell you some of the stuff that happened there that was pretty funny. We were in like this old warehouse and I'm watching just spirit after spirit walk between the camera and myself, walk between me and the sound guy and the producer lady that was there asking me all the questions. I was like watching a spirit making faces at her behind her head. <laughs> and oh. I'm, I'm I'm trying not to laugh when I'm I'm trying to be serious and tell this lady the story, but in back of my mind, I'm busting out laughing. I'm like, these guys are having a field day with.
1: Oh my gosh!
2: I mean, Um, I mean, literally, he was back behind her doing this, (laughs) putting two fingers behind her head like rabbit ears. Oh my goodness!
3: Well, Um, we would. We were, you know, I know we can't talk about it, but the one episode when that thing fell off the window, I'm like, I turned around like, what just happened? And I I wasn't sure if I just, I was totally like, I didn't know what happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We had a big surprise that came about and
1: we were like, what the heck just happened? It was like the biggest calamity ever. And we're just scratching our heads saying what happened? It shocked me but it was more curious you know I wanted to know what happened and we looked and looked and we found the source of what malfunctioned but why so <laughs> it was
3: crazy and there, I'm like, did just this happen like you think I would have screamed jump to do something I'm like what what just happened
1: <laughs> but was- yeah she was cool as a cucumber I just sent you the rites <laughs> of exorcism too
3: in case you need it oh thank you okay hmm.
2: yeah now, Mary, I got to ask you, what is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you on an investigation? Then I'll tell oh, you, Oh,
1: boy. Oh, boy. Here we go.
2: Or scary. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was something that was uh, scary. So I've never had nothing scare me in an investigation. So that's, that's new to me. So go ahead.
3: Well, I I have two things. So. The, the one thing I went, because I used to work at Pennhurst and I, we had to go in this one building and I'll be the only one there. And so I would open up the buildings and go across another building. I had to go through um Devin to go to the other side of the building. So Devin has no power. I walked in there I locked the door and I saw a child, um you know, I would say about, I don't even know the age. She wasn't very old, but she she was like a, a young teenager. So I would say about 10 her hair was down in her face. It was curly and wet. I couldn't really see her face. I just see her kind of like the ring. So, if you know what the ring looks like, that, yes. that, um, that's what it was. I keep on hearing a lot of people are seeing that, which I don't think is very good. I didn't get that child feeling. I got something totally dark and bad. And I remember looking at it I'm like, I am not seeing this. I mean, I used to see spirits when I was a child. I think I blocked it out because it scared me so much. So as being an adult, I've seen black shadows. I've seen things getting thrown at me, but I've never saw a full body apparition like that as an adult. And it freaked me out to where I looked at it and I, I looked away and I looked back, and it was gone. But I had that irky feeling the whole time. So the investigator team that was there for their private, I didn't say a word. I just sat there. I didn't do anything. Usually I, they ask me to do stuff with them. I will. I just stood there. It was like, at blank all night because i couldn't believe what i just saw didn't tell anybody for months because or like you, you know it seemed like months it might have been a month but um and then the next one just when i saw that i think it bothered me so much it was a child but i knew it wasn't a child and the next one i was at waverly hills we were there um last year i was by myself because our dog sitter quit on us out of nowhere oh, shocked oh, me oh, did, oh, did, darn house and probably saw or heard something and I don't tell anybody what I had in my house for a reason because I don't want people going up there messing with it or stealing it um but that's that was my fault because I think either they googled me or they heard stuff or saw stuff and they never came back so we didn't have a dog sitter that would trust so Bill stayed home I went by myself so I did Waverly pretty much by myself wow I did a Facebook live the whole time because I felt safe knowing that Somebody knew where I was the whole time, but yeah. I in a waiting room and I started getting these bad feelings. Things were coming out of the ghost box. I really wasn't liking and then something, and I don't know what time it was, maybe two in the morning, something grabbed my back of my neck so hard. Oh my I, God. I freaked out, but I had my body cam facing me and I had, of course, the live on. And I, first thing I said, is anything on the back of my neck? Is there a bug? I knew there was no bug on the back of my neck. Cause I know I felt a whole hand grab me. But I, there was no claw marks or anything. And then one of my friends was like, no girl, there's nothing on there. I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, good. So I grabbed all my stuff and left. But then I went back and watched the video. You could see me like kind of like a little nervous, but yeah. and also the same thing. I'm sitting there on a the bed doing again, just talking this room was really haunted. Something hit me real hard on my leg. And then all of a sudden you hear a door opening up and I just started giggling. And that's my nervous giggle. Like, oh shit, what do I do? Cause I'm by myself in a, in in a, you know, a huge building by myself. I mean, there was, there was another investigators downstairs, but they were all at the bottom. They're all doing the death tunnel, but I was physically by myself that whole night. Yeah. So that's a two, like, I didn't like them touching me or that. I mean, I've been to a lot of, a lot of places, but that I think was the most because, because it physically grabbed the back of my neck hard. I didn't like that, you know?
2: Well, I'll tell you, my two favorites, and I've been touched and kicked and punched and everything that they could do to you, but we're at this house up in Shelby County, Alabama, and the first room I walked into, the lady had 75 clown dolls sitting on the floor.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh,
2: wait, this gets better. I open the door, and one of the little jokers decides to lift up about four foot off the ground and fling itself toward the door at me. Oh. My first response was, because I played baseball, my first response was just to swing at the fences. And I knocked that thing back against the wall. And you you could hear it when I hit it, it went, ooh. It it <laughs> <the wall. laughs> that's funny. Ooh,
1: that's I funny. Shut the
0: door.
2: I shut the door and I said, okay, I'll deal with all of you later. And that was the last room I did. And I had to come to Jesus meet when I got in that room, let me tell you.
1: I bet you did, but
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I've ever had anything just fly off, just lift up by itself and fly at me. It didn't scare me; it sort of pissed me off, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but well, concept, I'll tell uh, you
3: the concept, now I'll, I'll tell you. Phone so uh, yeah, at me, literally. Yeah,
2: now I, I will self. tell you. I, I will tell you a funny story about Waverly on the third floor. When you go up that right-sided stairs and go to that. Third floor and come right in that first room.
3: Uh-huh.
2: We, we got in there and they had put a husband and a wife with us. And this lady sits down, and I just started the ghost box. And I swear to God, this lady farted so loud. Oh, that she turned about nine shades of red, and the spirits were like going, You nasty bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Woo. she got so embarrassed. She was like telling her husband, Grandma, first we're leaving. And those spirits talked about her for the next three hours.
3: Oh my God.
2: I've never I... laughed so hard in my life.
3: <laughs> I don't care what people say about spirit boxes. I do them all the time. And no matter what location I go, is a different location. It's always different. People are like, you yeah. know, it's a word, but I'm like, listen, I could do it in my home and it doesn't shut up because what I have in here. I said, I'll oh, go yeah. to look completely quiet. We went to Gettysburg. It talked about soldiers, this, that. And I don't turn mm-hmm. it on to the... I go there and ready to use it. It's not on. It's on my phone. So it can't read what I'm doing. There's no internet on it. So okay. it, if there's no way it could pick that up. And people don't get it. They're, oh, that's just fake. No, it's not. No, it, it's
2: not.
3: Like, like that, you know, saying that, you know, right before I got grabbed, it called me the C word like three times. Yep. And then mm-hmm. my mom got grabbed. So... Yeah, well, well I'll tell, you tell me one,
2: too. We were I want to Gettysburg. shop with her.
1: I'm sorry, Blaine. She sells equipment and I, I love it.
2: <laughs> I need to. I need to see her too. But yeah, yeah we were we we're in Gettysburg. You know where the train station is over in Gettysburg, Mary? Um train station. Yeah, there's an old train station in Gettysburg. Um uh, is, right is
3: it is it
2: like yeah. a Lincoln Yes, it sure is. Yeah. The same one Lincoln came through on. Okay, right. we were standing outside there, and it was nobody on the street with us. Nobody was smoking. And I got the nastiest cheap cigar smell blown right in my face.
0: Huh.
2: And then uh, a, conf- a, a, a northern soldier punched me in the nose so hard that I actually had tears in my eyes, and I had blood coming down my nose. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like what the hell did you hit me for? He goes, because you're a goddamn rib. And I said, no. Well, I fought for the United States government.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's been a minute.
2: Oh, oh my Lord. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's back in the wrong period of time. Bless it. Well, but I yeah, wanted to I, ask you i I've had Noah,
2: so many cool, cool stuff. Go ahead. I, I, I apologize. It's ahead, okay.
1: Then. I just wanted to see about your equipment. We've only got 20 minutes. And if anybody's listening that's looking for paranormal equipment, grab a pen and pencil now. Because Mary Jo Chudley has got the slickest chic looking effective uh ghost hunting equipment list that they make themselves than uh, than anywhere um I, I mean i i like some of these uh electronic things that have the lights and bells and huh. whistles and stuff but yours is not just effective but they're beautiful like the coffins that you have that are edged mm. and everything oh they're gorgeous
3: yeah, I I gave one like a, a thing to my husband one time because I don't touch Ouija boards at all. I love no. them. I I have them that their longs are not used, you know. But um, yeah, I just like the look of them. But I the Conjuring House always has Ouija boards, and so does like Lizzie Borden. So, I I got this little like planchette thing, and I said to my husband make a make a um make a REM pod. I could put it on there, or because ghosts aren't scared of it. They know what it is. They they it's familiar to them. So then we start oh. putting. Dolls. um I don't have one up here. My other ones. I was working with that other doll that I was telling you about last night, so my stuff's downstairs. But here's another doll. If you can see. It looks like it looks. They look real. So I. Oh buy- God,
2: she does. I thought you had. I thought you were pulling a granddaughter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, well, these dolls are very expensive when you if you can find them because they don't make them anymore. Um, but yeah, I I cut out the back. I put the lights in by the eyes. So when you touch it, the eyes will glow first, and it goes something. Yeah. Isn't that cool, Blaine? The eyes cool. light
1: up, so I, yeah. that's why I want one. I really I, do. I gotta I order one from you.
2: Yeah, I gotta I, know if you do ghost boxes because I love ghost boxes. Every kind I can get a hold of, I love to play. With.
3: Well,
1: you have I, them humming, buddy.
3: Yeah, I, that I don't. I mean, I'm sure my husband can probably figure one out. But yeah, we. I saw the phasma box, but I do have like my friend gave me one. He made me that I haven't turned. I left my. My ghost box with the other medium there that was with us, and I don't have one to plug it in. But here's another one Jeff. Do you know who Jeff Bent is? Yeah, yeah, this- So this that's is beautiful. So oh, this
2: that's, is- that's what something I want.
3: So this is the wood hey, of- beautiful, the castle, which the castle is. I-, I don't know, like it's very old. So this wood was very old. They there, it was it got wet, so they were going to throw it away. i like, I take some of that. And they said, Yeah, and this mirror here. Is I'm sorry. This one here is from. Let me see if I can turn it on. But I'll drop it. But it's from the Enchanted Church. Oh, so, actually, the church was. I don't know if it's. No, it's not going to come on, is it? Let me see. Hold on. There it is. Yeah. Oh my so, God. Church. So there's two different places that are attached to this. So this is the one that I used at Gettysburg, and it answered every question I had. But that sweeps by a radio. So um, sometimes that swooshing noise. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have that. They say when if people are very sensitive or very close with the spirit talking, they can't listen to that swooshing noise. I can't listen to that
2: for a very it long me, time. As, a, as a medium, when I first started out with the Shack hat, I could do them at three minutes at a time because it would give me such a bad headache. So now I use a, an app called the Necrophonic that has no sweet noise through it. I, love and it. I get and the best know.
1: results out of Baby, will you please put this uh, doll up back in there? I, he, it's giving me a headache.
0: I yes. need to find out what's going on. This is really weird <laughs> how I'm feeling ever since we had that conversation. Oh, my goodness. You need
2: to learn how to ground yourself, sir.
0: About family connections. I'm
2: on the show. Lee, was that just you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I was You're like, "Oh, I heard that. When...
1: <laughs> what, babe? <laughs> what did you say?
0: You were talking to somebody. Yeah,
1: I'm talking to Matt. He's trying to get the doll back in the the case up there. There we go.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but never Mary, Mary, that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of the coolest things that I got to see. My wife got to see it too. We were at Nathan Bedford Forest House in Marion, Alabama. A lot of people know the history. of him. he started the Klan. And I didn't go there because he was a Klan member. I went there because the family called us, said that they had activity there that wanted to stop. And we were in the backyard. There was a wood line, and then there was a whole 40 acres of, of cornfield behind it. And we heard something coming through the woods and I thought maybe a deer or a rabbit or something was coming out. We got a full-bodied apparition of a Confederate cavalry soldier. You can wow. see his stirrups on his boots. You can see his scabbard on his right side hitting his leg as he walked. You can see his uh, his pistol on his left side, and you can see his whole uniform except for his head. <laughs> Wow. My wife saw it. There were just about 10 people that saw it, probably the coolest full-out bodied apparition. I got to see what other people see because I see them every day. So it's like no big deal to me. But when other people get to see it, it, it excites me. Wow. But it was pretty cool.
3: See, I don't think that would scare me. Like if I would see something like that, well, that wouldn't scare me. But I guess because it was a child and it looked like that horror film to me, yeah. I didn't think it was human. And that's the feeling I got when I saw it. I mean, if I saw a child just stand there, I probably wouldn't get scared. If I saw a yeah. face or, you know, just the outline or something, I would, that, I mean, I see shadows all the time here. Like you would not believe yeah. in my living room, kitchen, every, even my daughter stays here. She's like, mom, I can't see it. There's something in your kitchen. I'm like, yeah, I know there's a man that stays in my kitchen. I already know. Father, yeah. like I feel in my, my friends will tell me, yeah, I, I see like you have something in your kitchen, but I don't see him. But I think if I saw yeah. him, it wouldn't bother me, but if it looked evil, it would bother me.
2: Yeah, you know. like the thing you saw with a little girl. I'm the type that will go, okay, you show me what you want to show me now. Now show me your big boy. Show me yourself, because I can see yourself. You're not fooling nobody. And I did that in a case in Rockford, Alabama, and it was two brothers. They were trying to act demonic, and I'm like, okay, okay, I hear you. Let me hear your big boy voices now. And then you hear them go, we're sorry, Mr. Blaine. Oh, <laughs> They knew I'd busted them.
3: Yeah. yeah. Why is so some, some stuff yeah, that I know do stuff there that shouldn't that, be doing that.
2: what I think was funny about that investigation? This has never happened to me. My spirit guy Janawa, says, Hold on a minute, I'll be right back. And then I hear this lady's voice come through the ghost box. It was their mother. You huh. want to talk about two one of them was 19, one was 20 when they died. They were hung for being thieves. Uh, <laughs> but when their mother showed up, it was like a thing of beauty. I, was, I almost felt bad for them because, you know, I've had my mother and grandmother yell at me like that when I was little, you know, 30 years old. <laughs> but, yeah, they she brought their mother to them. I was like, that is the coolest spirit guide ever.
3: Wow. You know? Yeah. Now, if somebody comes up to you and asks you, hey, listen, so-and-so just died, how can I contact him? What do you tell them?
2: Well, t- I, I, I tell them, like, you, I tell, them just like regular people. It's so like, okay, spirits, it, most of the time, we're human beings. If they want to talk to you, they'll talk to you. If they don't, they don't. Now, I've had people, I've had spirits come up to me in like a, a middle of a crowd and go, hey, tell Tell Lorraine right there um, that her husband's here. And I'm like, ma'am, is your name Lorraine? She looks at me like I stole something from her. (laughs) I said, this gentleman over here behind me keeps asking me to tell you hello. She goes, well, my husband died. And I said, I know that, ma'am. He says his name is Leotis, and her eyes got as big as saucers. She goes, how did I know it's my husband? And this dude started humming the damn Sanford and Son song. And I said, he's humming the Sanford and Son song. And her face went white again. She said, we watch that every night before we go to bed. So, she so you knew it was a, a true contact, but yeah, I've had that happen many times. And yeah, I've had people come up and ask me like, like my dad recently passed in uh, August this year. And two days after my dad passed, he showed up to me and goes, where's all this family you said I'm going to see? He says, all I see is light. So I said, Dad, those are them. You're seeing their pure energy forms. I said, if you really look at them, you'll start to see their features come out. And he comes to me two days later. Goes, you do not believe this. I'm, I'm seeing people that I never even knew were family. What?
1: Uh oh, are we is he gone? I know he froze.
2: Energy. Yeah. I'm talking about Chris O'Toole.
1: There you are, you're back.
2: Okay. Um, do you think it's wrong for paranormal investigators to contact a recently dead celebrity?
3: Oh my god, please don't go there. I just saw this the other day and I uh no. I and I and I again I, I, I know you guys are mediums, but I know a medium said this that I, I follow on TikTok. I, I know her, but I don't like talk to her every day. She said, first of all, she can't. We can't connect with that that dead celebrity. They don't know us. They're not going to come to us. They didn't know us in life. They're not going to come to us in death. And I don't know why that person that you're talking about does this all the time. I find this very. I, I find it very rude that they do this. Yeah, yeah. I, that's just me. I don't know how that feels. Yeah, and the reason I
2: ask that because. It is sort of a hornet's nest. As investigators, we're supposed to investigate people who have passed over. I didn't know, you know. There's no 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 book like the Book of the Dead said. Okay, you got to wait three months after the person passes, or you now. Like myself, yeah, they didn't know me, but somehow in death they do, because they always end up coming to me. I've had Elvis come to me. I've had Jim Neighbors come to me. Several other Marilyn Monroes come to me before. Um, Oh joy! uh,
1: I had Jack the Ripper.
2: Oh great! Well, (laughs) I had I had um, uh, Alphonse Capone come to me once, twice, three times. (laughs) Wow! I understand, and I understand it's disrespectful toward the family, but yeah, but but the only problem is, is you see the media, like when poor Lisa Marie died. List, Every news outlet, all they did was talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. So I was just wondering what's the difference between you know, the media talking about her and her spirit coming to somebody that is a medium to talk. Now, if she initiates a conversation, I think that should be okay. But I'm not going to go ask for her
3: right,
2: right away. Um If you happens just to want to come through and talk to me, I'll be more than happy to talk to him That poor thing parent.
1: grieved herself to death. I just feel that so strongly. Oh, yeah.
3: After losing her son, absolutely.
2: Well, and cancer was a heart attack for a part of their family. His mother died of a heart attack. Elvis died of a heart attack. Uh, several grandparents, aunts and uncles died of a heart attack and she died at 54 mm-hmm. of a heart attack.
1: Well, She didn't help herself at all. She lived a pretty reckless life, I guess you'd say.
2: Well, you got to understand, though, she was the daughter of somebody that was very wealthy.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: That that he was not a disciplinarian to her at all. He let her run the world. I mean, she even talked about it herself um, because her dad slept all day. She'd have all her friends and she'd have the run of Graceland. And nobody would tell her nothing because they were scared they were going to get fired. So, yeah, she was a hellish little kid. <laughs> she tore it up, didn't she?
0: Oh, Lord. What do you do? I had somebody that's well-known contact me before, but she was a member of my kin. I had no at the time. Mm. Well, and- I, I just feel
1: like if you're meant to... Here's the thing. If you get a message, you got to ask yourself why. Because there's usually a reason... Yeah. a very serious reason and then if you decide to tell it you know that might not be too good maybe you just need to hold it to yourself because uh I, I, every 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 show healing comes in all stages of life including yeah. death i say that every time and i know you guys are tired of hearing it but it just seems oh, like that's the only thing that makes sense
2: yeah and i that's what i want to do my my goal in this life is to help people and help spirits
1: and you do. And if Blaine. I could, you
2: do. And, you and do. do in a big way. Get closure on their family member, this past, get closure for themselves. That's what I live for.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and I just want to thank you, Mary, for coming on the show tonight. You were awesome. And, and I like when I can have an educated discussion with somebody. And because I, I, I value everyone's opinion, you know? And, and mm-hmm. I, want, I want to do right. Like I said, I personally wouldn't have went and looked for any celebrity right after they passed. But if they want to come to me, I can't stop them from coming to me.
3: Well, that that I think that's totally different. They I was talking like a ghost box session, like they do it on live just to get yeah. views. That's what I was. But if they come to you absolutely because I would be like, okay, that that's a whole different thing. I yeah. thought you ghost box session for the certain people do for no. views. That's yeah, what I, and think I, understand, I
2: understand they're they're trying to monetize on it, and that's not right, yeah well um, really, they they what...
1: sideshow it' so bad. Yeah. I'm oh, gonna yeah. contact you know blah 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 um uh, what do you call it? Let's say Andrew Jackson and uh Lincoln are gonna be on my show tonight. I'm gonna cut the thing on here' we'll cut that ghost box on, and you can talk to' five ninety nine it's
3: like oh god slap no, slap no, slap, no slap. No and you, don't you, spirit telling you either that that whoever's telling that ghost box session they could be lying but again sure. these people just doing it for views and you know it's it is what it is If people want to watch it go ahead so i think that's yeah. the real fear of that person probably not you know what i mean but like, yeah if you're a medium that's different they're coming to you because they 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 need this to be told or whatever the case would yeah. be yeah I, I say
2: that I say that we're like moss to a flame they yep. come to us whether I want them to or not um, I can't go anywhere and without at least seeing 10 to 15 spirits everywhere I go to Hospitals are real bad for me funeral homes are real bad for me I was in the hospital last year around veteran's Day because I broke my ankle like a dummy um, and I had broken all right I broke and I broke it in four places tore up two ligaments four tendons and ruined all a re- pair of <laughs> shoes <laughs> yes i did golly
3: but you gotta tell whole- me why do you can't do funeral homes because when i go to a funeral i'm a mess like i am i can't get my shit together i get and i, I have to know the person i walk in there and i have a full-blown panic attack and a, melt, a mental meltdown and i don't even know the person
2: so explain well, to me what happens when you go to a funeral yeah, Exactly. What that means is there's so much leftover energy there in those funeral homes. If you're picking up on not just one or two, you're picking up on hundreds of them that have been to that funeral home. And it okay. is overwhelming like a mug. Now, I will tell you something funny. My dad, when he had his memorial, it, it was in their church. And my dad was a huge Alabama fan. And he wanted everybody to wear Alabama colors and they had a bunch of balloons up by the stage, probably two or 300 of them right in front of me and my wife, Jennifer, there's no wind blowing. The balloons were sitting still. And I watched one of the balloons that was sitting out in the front, it dropped down, went to the back, sit there for about three or four seconds, then pop back up. And I said, dad's messing with the balloons. Wow. My wife even goes, your dad's playing with the balloons. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but that's why it gets you funeral homes, because you're an empath. You pick up energy. Um, Hospitals, like, like when I was in the VA hospital for a whole week. Oh, I can't even imagine. There, and I'm actually going to do an episode of haunted hospitals with it, so I don't want to give too much information on it. I can just tell you this, though. So I saw spirits for five straight days. Some of them was pretty interesting. I had a nurse walk in that had the old style nurse hat on, which you don't see, no nurses wear those anymore. And I had a room to myself. There was four beds in there, but I had the room in there and she went and looked at a patient. I did not see the patient until she walked over to him. She checked his blood pressure. She took his temperature. And then she looked over at me and goes, all right, Mr. Jones, I'll come see you later. And she walked out The next night, about 3 o'clock in the morning, I had a doctor come in the room. Doctors never come in the rooms unless, you know, it's an emergency room. And he walked in, examined me, and I talked to him for a little bit. And he told me his name. His name was Dr. Johnson. And he walked out, and the nurse came in there about 20 minutes later. I said, oh, Tell Doctor Johnson thanks for coming to see me. She got. Just, he just looked at me and went. uh, Doctor Johnson died last year of COVID. I'm like, cool. <laughs> wow, wow. He's so still on duty though.
1: Hospital?
3: Yeah, ma'am. You're gonna be in haunted hospitals this season coming up now.
2: For I got a film. I talked to. I talked to uh, Tobin, and Tobin's gonna. He was trying to put me on for last year, but they. Ran out of spots, so I'm supposed to be one of the first ones that films for this year. Oh, okay. Awesome. If they pick it up, I filmed yeah.
3: last year. It
1: sure but, was sure yeah. was
3: wonderful. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was awesome. Wait, when are they going to When are they going to air that United States? I know it's in Canada, and I had it's my in friends. Canada. Mm-hmm.
2: Now you can actually go to Discovery Plus, but I don't think he's got the new season on there. But you can watch all other seasons on Discovery Plus to the paranormal section
3: yeah we're on four did you where did you fly out to
1: i flew i didn't fly out i drove to atlanta
3: oh okay so i I went to detroit that's where i went to film
2: yeah i don't know where he's gonna have me film this year or not he either said something about buffalo again or going to denver so i don't know which way he's gonna send me but uh now one of the things I always like to do at the end of our show, um, if you're a veteran or anybody else that's thinking about committing suicide, please call somebody. There's always somebody to talk to, and there is a beautiful number you call now, and the VA uses the same number. It is what, 988?
1: Yes, 988.
2: 988. Call and talk to somebody, whether it's a family member, a friend. Or if you don't have anybody to talk to, call me or Lee. I'll talk to anybody to talk to them today. Yes. Because when you have over 22 veterans a day kill themselves, there's something wrong with that. That's 22 too many. And I mean this for everybody that's feeling that way. If you're not even military, please call somebody. Talk to somebody. Because life is too precious just to give up on it like that. There's always a reason that you're here.
1: I've said this a couple of times. I feel like I need to say it tonight. Um, I've investigated a lot of places. um, And uh, all the places I've gone, you know, the ones I've spoken to are deceased, right? And -hmm. never once have I said, never once have I heard them say, wow, best thing I ever did was commit suicide. It it is not a way out. It is not an escape. Um, It's anxiety talking. And you need to vent that bad energy. And best way to do that, get on the phone, talk with somebody, do something happy, uh, think of happy things. I called Blaine. I was having a real bad moment the other night. I've, I'm in the depression stage of grief. And, you know, Blaine said, all right, this is what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, he really helped me a lot. So thank you, Blaine. Um anything so if anybody's that's listening is having problems with suicidal thoughts or self-harm, please reach out to us or dial 988 and uh, that's the suicide outline. Um, uh, Mary Joe, how can we reach
3: you? Um, you can go to um my Facebook page, Mary Jo Chudley, or you can go to Pen Paranormal, which is my like my main page. So on Facebook, it's like Pen P-E-N-N-P-S. And I always answer the messages going through them. I mean, we get a lot, but I answer. You're and, so funny. Uh, I didn't know it was you.
1: And I was like, God, this person, I just love them. And I'm just liking all your posts. And then finally I noticed it was you. And I'm like, she's funny. <laughs> I
0: just love yeah.
3: it. <laughs> That's the TikTok <laughs> videos. I'm sorry. Because TikTok is different. So I do put them on my page too, as, to be funny. Because you have to be funny sometimes. And, and yeah, I, I love it. You're a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> oh, it's
1: not as weird as me. Weird.
2: I love being weird.
3: <laughs> I I
1: rely on being weird otherwise. I've no you. fun. Yeah. Okay, so tonight, uh, I usually end the show with a, a blessing of some type of First Nations Native American blessing. But first I wanna say that, you know, there's no Cherokee word for <laughs> goodbye. Even in death, we don't say goodbye to the person we say dona dago hivi dona dago hivi which means until we meet again yeah. because we know one day we'll see each other again if it's now or the afterlife so i say that to all of you listening know that if you need a friend if you need somebody to laugh with or laugh at i'm your girl <laughs> so and i'm going to end this with a soup prayer it's a blessing Uh, grandfather great spirit once more behold us on earth and lean to my lean to me and oh my goodness (laughs) let me try that again grandfather great spirit once more behold me on earth and lean to hear my feeble voice you live first and you are the older than any that all need all need older than all prayer All things belong to you the two legged, the four legged, the wings of the air, and all green things that live. You have set the powers of the four quarters of the earth to cross each other. You've made me cross the good roads and the roads of difficulties. And where they cross, that plane is holy day in and day out forevermore. You are life of all things.
0: Uh Thank you for
1: listening. Thank you for listening to Family Spirit
0: International.